gotta try our best not to be king shamey though. I'm, I, 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 they give me money. I'm not shamed shit. <laughs> Damn straight. All right. Yeah. So today I found out about a site called Feet Finder, and <laughs> it, it what, for fifteen dollars a year. That would be my yearly dues or whatever to pay. I can post pictures of my my dogs, right? And wait. No, like my feet. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know if you were talking like was it John Candy in uh, Home Alone talking about my dogs are barking or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, those dogs. Barking. Those dogs. These dogs. Those, I got those damn dogs. dogs. And 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 I can like basically so I post the pictures and people mm-hmm. buy buy them for you know people buy them. Sweet. People who like feet buy them. It's like an it's OnlyFans so, for feet. It's yeah. It's like an OnlyFans for feet and like only feet. Only feet. <laughs> And very, they, very easy name for that. One, I know yeah. they fucking fucked up Feet Finder. Come on, yeah. only feet, <laughs> only feet, only feet. There's probably only feet on there. Just there, feet, so. just feet, just feet. Ju- oops, just feet. Oops, all feet. Oops, all feet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that. That's like a really low stakes only fan. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm just gonna fucking post these dogs, see if anybody wants to. Fifteen a year, you say? Yeah, it's just fifteen dollars a year. It's I nothing. mean, you know, depending on how much money you make back, could be a pretty good investment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I take a picture of my foot. You know, oh, I don't yeah. care as long as I don't have to like get messages like mm, "girl, them feet." See, but here's the thing: you can get messages, oh, and no. you can get like cut. Like people can be like, "Hey, I have a request," and you can decide if you want to do it or not. But mm. they pay you for the request if you do it, right? Custom, custom video is custom. where you're gonna make yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. And here's this my thing: like my shtick. We talked about it before. You, me, and your partner okay. talked about what my shtick would be for feet, right? Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. Stomping on food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's easy. Yeah, it's that easy. one's easy. That's already a pretty big, yeah. yeah oh, it's big it already. I wanted to be niche. Oh, yeah. No, that's not niche. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's it's an established thing already. So you yeah, just kind yeah. of cash in on it. Yeah. Don't, don't worry They've about They've already that. built up the empire. You just got to join But here's it. my thing. Yeah. My feet are not beautiful. No, but they're so small. Yeah, they're very tiny. So I feel like uh, having regular like sized that. things yeah. next to my tiny, tiny foot might be like a draw. Perhaps. Yeah, like no, no, that's going to be the big thing is like, like getting food that has like a specific size that people recognize, like stepping on oranges. That's a very weird one that I decided to go with. <laughs> or like a New York <laughs> slice of pizza. I don't know. Squishing balls. It works. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but that way, it like you can see the size of your foot. A banana that's, for scale. That's important. I, yeah. I have a question. Hopefully it doesn't end up becoming creepy. But like, mm-hmm. what about like <laughs> your feet and like bigger shoes? You know, since you have smaller feet, do you think that's a thing for somebody? Like, if, you know, I like how it's like too big shoe. Yeah, too big. Oh, a shoe. no, shoe too big. Shoe too big. Like oh. maybe like, Wait. oh, no, go to a shoe store and like be trying on big shoe and like. But- can, your, can your username be too big shoe? Too big shoe. But like if you tried on a size like 10 shoe, that'd be pretty big. <laughs> be pretty Peter fucking big. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. You know, maybe that's somebody's thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we Could know be your niche. We know somebody who is into the feet. And so I we feel do. like we, I have like a source of like, what, what, what do you, what do y'all feet people like? You know? Yeah, we we have a foot consultant. Yeah, we have to get a consultant in on this. Yeah, be like just what? sending him photos, being like, "Hey, does this this get you horny? Does this are, work? Is does this, this work good? For you? Are you are you touching yourself while you look at this? Hey, or personal question: no? Do you have a hard on? Do you have a hard on right now? <laughs> like, here's some pictures of my feet. How do you think they look? Also, do you have a boner? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's a fun discovery. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, shit, I can do that. Like, honestly, I can do that right now. Well, like I have a tendency to walk around like barefoot and like, you know, our basement's dirty. Yeah. Don't shame me about it. But like my feet get real <laughs> dirty. I know how people like that, dirty feet. People yeah, yeah, like that's it. A thing, yeah. I didn't well, think I was like, why would you like dirty feet? But that is a thing. I I think it speaks to like a a rawness, like a like, oh, like back to nature kind of thing. Like, you know, primal. Mm. You know, if that's eh, not a problematic maybe. way to, yeah, to yeah. label it. Like, cause you know, like, I don't know, like you know, people like to fuck outside. Think about that. It's just yeah. like a it's like a stone's throw away from that. You're just dirty because you roll around outside your feet. I feel like it just ups the taboo factor. Yeah. Like, because it's a, a gross thing. That yeah. You're it's doing. like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not supposed to like feet. They're dirty, but then dirty feet, and you're like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Simmer down. Pour some water on you. <laughs> oh. All right. Get so, that big old glug of water. Glug. Get that glug, glug, glug. glug. Well, what did you want to bring up? Yeah. We've only been recording for five minutes. Okay. You throw down some more weird shit. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, um, obviously, I could have looked this up, but I thought it'd be more amusing to ask y'all. And I'm going to be embarrassing myself in front of, like, the audience, you know, for their sake, because that's what I like to do. <laughs> but what the fuck does zaddy mean? What's a zaddy? I'll tell you this right now. The <laughs> word zaddy has been ba banging around in my head for, like, weeks. Just zaddy, 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 zaddy. Just like bouncing around in there. Can someone explain to me what a zaddy is? It is a, it, it's a daddy. It, but why is a Z instead of the D? Because queers love throwing out some new stuff. Okay. It, there's no, it's not short for anything. Uh -huh. It's just like, uh, it definitely uh, probably came out of like the drag queen culture somewhere. I feel like that's where we get all of our new language. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was like some like specific type of daddy, if it was a gender neutral term for daddy. It can like, be. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is it, like it's still all the the same things you probably think of for like a daddy where yeah. it's like, you know, silver fox can be mm -hmm. a zaddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's definitely a certain level of like put togetherness that's okay. required to be a zaddy. Mm. Like oh. like dad bod isn't necessarily like an end to zaddy yeah <laughs> you need to have like some aesthetic appeal like okay, um okay. maybe you just dress nice or mm -hmm. there's some other quality that like like a little dapper daddy yeah dapper zaddy dapper oh, zaddy dapper zaddy give da me dapper mm -hmm. zaddy that's my only fans account no <laughs> <laughs> no mine's much better name than that dapper zaddy i like that yeah i obviously again I could have looked it up, but I thought it'd be more amusing to ask y'all since I just like I see people use it a lot. And I'm like, I have no fucking clue what this means. I have like no idea. I know what a daddy is. And I was like, zaddy must be, you know, some specific type of daddy. Just fancy it up a little bit. OK, it's yeah. Like, you know, like cool. Yeah. With a K. Well, or something. <laughs> Tom, Tom Hardy in a nice suit. He's got some strong zaddy vibes going okay. on now with okay. all of his grayness coming in. Like yeah. that's is given some like, oh, hello. Oh, okay. All right. Zaddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to admit, and like this is like a very 90s kid thing, but every time someone says zaddy, I think of Zatarans. Zatarans. <laughs> like that's all that pops in my head. I'm like, that has nothing to do no, with this. No, that's not juice. it. <laughs> 
but yeah, I'm just like zaddies. It's just like short for Zatarans, right? Now you got me on that the uh, the commercials for rice. Yeah. Rice aroni. The San Francisco tree. Doo -doo. God, we <laughs> apparently watched so much cut cable. That. No, we did. Please cut. Ugh, I know I, every TV fucking child. Commercial. I yeah. don't think I can. I, <gasps> I don't think I can cut that. I, it was. It's integral to the. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon now. We speak so to a very specific audience. Uh, Y'all yeah. <laughs> are real niche. Whoever's listening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we knew we were niche. I mean, yeah, the whole the whole premise is niche. All righty. Are we ready? We're Rock ready. and roll. All right. Hey, everyone. Um, I don't know why we went through that whole big thing without saying, hello, Coco's back. <laughs> oh, our baby boy's back. You know, obviously, you knew that because you heard his voice. But hey, he's back home, and I am happy as a co-host and a person. It's so nice <laughs> to have you back. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. I will say your outfit, I was not expecting that. Mm -hmm. You kind of look like you fell into a, like a 90s, like middle schoolers closet and came back out. Yeah. It's yeah. Black color. Just uh, for <laughs> the people who can't see me, I am wearing a um, like Las Vegas, Nevada t-shirt that's definitely sold in some shop for nerds. Um, and it is uh, like bubblegum pink. Uh, and then I am wearing like short, short. Um, like the paint splatter, but with the neon colors. Like yeah, shorts. like that were on all the bus seats in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It has a very nineties motif too, with like yeah. the the t shirt, the mm -hmm. graphics, and then yeah. well, the shirt is literally from the nineties. Um, and then I had a little hat on. It's got a little melting pumpkin. I thought it was a smiley face, it, but it is a pumpkin. Yeah, That's it's adorable. a little pumpkin. Um, and then uh, my shoes actually had the same kind of splatter paint pattern on them i don't know if you noticed that oh my Absolutely. gosh i love it you you stuck to a theme i, I appreciate I that did. dedication <laughs> look i have been in alaska That's and weird. in alaska i couldn't reveal my skin without it being bit by small angry little bugs oh. uh, for a good chunk of the summer so i am straight up summer boy now until i, I have to refuse i thought I you like rode over here on a longboard or something like, <laughs> just, like did a kickflip up into the house like yeah and hey, your hair's all long now too so it's very like surfer boy yeah, yeah. like a i got like beach a boy colorful kind of grungy yeah color. yeah you should have seen me when the facial hair was real mm. kind of wily that was more like i just crawled out of the woods <laughs> <laughs> totally different vibe <laughs> all right so hello Welcome to Love at First Sighting, sex-positive, kink-friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and our imaginations. I'm Joyce, my pronouns are she, they, and I am here with the Monster Book Report. Joining me is Jim. Hey, oh, I'm Jim, I'm they, them, and I've brought the Monster Porn today from one of our very fucking favorites. <laughs> also joining me is Coco. Hooray, welcome Coco! back. I haven't done this in four months, so <laughs> I'm here. I am horny and I want to learn. I appreciate that quality oh. in most people. Yeah. Also, um, uh, hi. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hi. That's all I got. I don't know. Hey. That's all good. We love it. We love to see it. Y'all, it is time. It is time. I decided mm -hmm. this would be a nice, really, like, welcome home gift for Coco. We're doing the Mothman. Or the Mason Bird Monster, or Jim's boyfriend, whatever you want to think of him. You know, the reason we are here, well, 
specifically the Mothman statue is why we're here. Yes. That beautiful ass, dead ass. <laughs> that, that that's uh, so multiple times while I was away, mm-hmm. I had to explain to people this podcast. <laughs> um, oh my god! Oh, and no. I give me your elevator did it. speech. Yeah. I mean, you, like, how you describe yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, well, I would say, oh, it's a erotica podcast, and we talk about cryptids. Um, and every single person that I told that to had the exact same response, which shocked me. What is a cryptid? What's a cryptid? What? And it was just like, people don't know. They don't know. And I'd be how? like, I'd be like Bigfoot. And my favorite response from anyone was, um, my partner's dad, who I did mention it to. And I also mentioned that he's not allowed to listen to it. Um, <laughs> cause I can't look him in. Well, nah, I'd probably be fine. Anyway, <laughs> I said like Bigfoot and he goes, there's. Bigfoot erotica? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just, oh, boy. I just oh, daddy, you don't know. I just broke. <laughs> you don't that even man. know. Uh, yeah. But yeah. a lot of people know about it now. I've spread the word. Hell yeah. Hell spread yeah. the good word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, um, I just thought it would be great to do this. It'd be fun because I think, like, you know, we have our energy back and we're all back together. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, before we get too deep into it, Content warning, mentions of natural disasters, man-made disasters, disasters with like buildings and bridges and stuff, death and war. Any of that is upsetting. Maybe skip it. Or you could just skip however many minutes and then listen to the porn. Mm -hmm. You can also do that. That's true, too. Yeah. Um, It's usually about halfway. (laughs) Yes. That's how we usually try to do it. Do our best. Um, Y'all, I'm so excited. (laughs) Mothman. Monster, mutated bird, interdimensional being, omen bringer. Owl. Owls. Who <laughs> fucking knows? It's wild. We don't know. Let's get into it. If you're listening to this podcast and don't know this, I'm shocked and surprised and don't understand why you're interested. But if you don't know, Mothman is one of the most well-known winged cryptids to ever take flight. This flying humanoid comes to us from the cryptid hotspot, West Virginia. Those sightings have been reported all over the world, but we'll get into it. Um, the title given to today's creature was coined by a West Virginian reporter inspired by the popularity of Batman at the time. So that's where Mothman comes from. Mm. Random reporter. Uh, worth noting before we dive into our beautiful boy, strange incidents were occurring weeks before the official Mothman sightings. Um, a lot of people think these are connected. Per my research, two weeks before the sightings of Mothman, a man by the name of Woodrow Derenberger, excuse me, was driving down I-77, which is not too far from Point Pleasant, which is the the this epicenter of all things Mothman. They just had their their Mothman festival. It looked pretty ballin'. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. was just like, mm. I was a little sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah we really we fun. need to like really like plan ahead of time, like figure out when it is and like go. There's like a I think like a person that at least two of us follow that makes some really cool cryptid merch. Mm-hmm. Should we shout them out? I don't know. Would they? I don't know if they won't be associated with our sexy times, but oh. they'd probably be okay with it. I feel like. Keep on creeping on. Check them out. Yeah. On Instagram and the other things. They have an Etsy. They make cool shit. There's another one, too. Another cryptid artist. Um, mm. You do your thing. I'm going to find it out. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I would just say to anyone listening, like, go check them out. It's great. Hell yeah. Um, just don't send them weird, gross <laughs> Yeah. things like just don't be weird about it yeah you might get your rocks off they don't but like or they yeah might I, I, don't I don't know i haven't asked out. them but they make cool shit okay they make really so cool shit um 
Woodrow was driving down I-77, which is not too far from Point Pleasant, when he came upon a silver cigar-shaped craft in the middle of the road blocking his way. A humanoid entity with a huge grin came up to his car and started speaking to him telepathically. The entity asked about the nearby town and introduced himself as Injured Cold. They are sometimes referred to as the Grinning Man or some kind of other alien things. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got confused. <laughs> other alien abductees have reportedly mentioned this name in their reports separate from this. Um, but yeah, I think that will be a future episode. Wink. Obviously, many people uh, connect Injured Cold with Mothman because like the the kind of um the timeline yeah the timeline how close it was because like immediately following this weird incident mothman started popping up everywhere but yeah could be connected who knows i found the other artist okay who's this other person conjured dust designs does really great cryptid art yeah yeah cool and they were also at the mothman check them out also like go to the mothman festival it's pretty awesome we'll talk about it in a sec so in sorry, my titty hit that. Um, so uh, injured cold. Have we gotten into the whole men in black thing yet? We will talk about okay, it. Okay. I promise. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about Mothman, and then I'll get back to that connection. Um, feel free to chime in with extra info because this is not going to be a comprehensive Mothman thing because we'd be here forever. That would be a, a ungodly long episode. So I kind of like just churned it down to the stuff that I thought was really cool. Feel free to add on the on the online on the online. <laughs> add on on the online. All right. Bob love love love. Let's talk about Mothman. <laughs> uh, the first reported sighting happened on November twelfth, nineteen sixty six, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, the story goes that five grave diggers claimed to see what they described as a man with wings while out late digging graves. One of the witnesses, Kenneth Doug- Duncan. Said it glided through the trees, but was out of sight after a minute. Just too excited. <laughs> <laughs> the next sighting occurred three days later uh, on November 15th of the same year near a vacant power plant. Uh, side note, sources say that it used to be like a government facility connected to manufacturing an atomic bomb that <laughs> closed uh, soon after the bomb landed on Hiroshima. Uh, Mothman is uh, proclaimed, you know, they they uh, theorize that Mothman lives in the bunkers where the explosives used to be stored. So like, kind of like he's got a squatter situation, like mm-hmm. press punk kind of vibe. <laughs> but um, the reason I bring that up is locals refer to this as the TNT area, which is pertinent to the story. But to the story, um, in this report, two married couples were driving together late at night around the TNT area when they spotted what they said was a man with wings standing in the middle of the road. One of the witnesses described the creature as a six to seven foot tall, 10 foot wingspan entity with glowing eyes. Another witness mentioned they that- saw no arms on the fright on the creature at all. So no arms. Mm. So- Was that big enough? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just want to make I don't sure. Know, seven foot doesn't seem very yeah, big Seven foot's you. usually too Se- small for you. <laughs> seven foot's fine for my short king Mothman. Uh, Mothman is a short king. king. <laughs> short king. We love it. We love a short king. cracking his head on your ceiling. Short king. <laughs> I know. Ten foot wingspan. Ten foot. See, ten foot wingspan makes up for it. Yeah. Oh, okay, you, know, okay. you know what they say about um, wingspan. People with big wingspans. <laughs> uh, hung like a moth. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Good shirt. Um, 
<laughs> that actually is Some, great. Somebody write that I'm gonna, I'm gonna write so, that one down. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, go on. Another witness, like I said, mentioned they didn't see any arms on this creature. The entity moved out of the way um, of the vehicle right before they collided. The car, now full of frightened couples, uh, sped away to only see the monster again, but this time it was following them. Mm. Um, they claimed that they couldn't shake the creature, even driving at 100 miles per hour. So that's pretty bananas. The group reported it promptly to the authorities, but when police went back to that area and inspected to check it out, they found nothing. There was a press conference the next day with the four witnesses, authorities, and wildlife researchers. Of course, wildlife experts said it most likely was an abnormally large bird, which I'm like, that's a pretty big fucking bird. Mm -hmm. Um, The first uh, newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16th, 1966, titled Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird. Ellipses creature? Ellipses something? Question mark. <laughs> As a response to the encounter. <laughs> that same year, there were said to be around 100 eyewitness reports of the Mothman in 1966 alone. Hmm. That's a lot. Especially all in this area. All in this area, baby. Like stuff from like Mothman tried to kidnap my baby to like <laughs> Mothman's hanging around this place. Mothman's doing that. But we'll get more specific mothman took me out to, on a date and we got ice cream <laughs> mothman took me to the malt shop <laughs> <laughs> we shared a straw oh i'd share a straw with mothman oh yeah um also uh interesting thing many of the witnesses reportedly suffered psychological damage and or started to have psychic visions due to their um seeing the mothman mm. Mm. i feel like that does, that kind of like wraps in with like the men in black the whole Sure yeah. does. Okay. Sure does. Um, another notable sighting involved two friends. They were riding around, again, the TNT area on their motorcycles. I like kind of saying it that way because it makes me laugh. <laughs> A motorcycle. Motorcycle. Um, while driving around, they noticed some strange red lights on top of an abandoned building. For some reason, they felt compelled to check it out. <laughs> and they wandered around the dark building for quite some time until they came face to face with the creature. Basically, at that point, they were at a standstill with the creature neither party was like moving eventually the creature turned and like leapt out of an open window and glided into the darkness um the next year 1967 saw the collapse of the silver bridge unfortunately killing 46 motorists many claim to have seen mothman on the bridge and you know theorize that maybe he was there to as an omen bringer or maybe he caused the accident as Jim pointed out a couple times, Mothman also has strong connections to obviously aliens, but also the men in black. Uh, one of the original Mothman witnesses, Linda Scarberry, was said to receive several phone calls and various visits from the men in black. She was noted saying often their presence was threatening. She's not the only one that I heard about, it too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Gray Barker, a paranormal enthusiast and author, to thank for bringing Mothman into the mainstream consciousness with his 1970 book, The Silver Bridge, followed by, of course, you can't have a Mothman thing without talking about the Mothman prophecies. First the book and then the movie. Uh, The book was authored by John Keel, published in 1975. Uh, From a documentary I watched uh, on the Mothman, it was said that Keel formed a relationship with this woman named Mary Heyer, who was a uh, columnist for the Point Pleasant newspaper. Uh, she had a column called Where the Waters Mingle. It sounded like her job was basically reporting on like weird shit, hmm. mostly Mothman, but other strange occurrences. 
Um, I want that job. I know, right? Like, does that sound like a dream job? I know. It sounds pretty, pretty ballin'. I would like it. Um, but yeah, like these two like corresponded frequently until Hire's death and Keel's work heavily was influenced. His book was heavily influenced by like their work together and their conversations. Um, Keel's book would later be adapted into a movie called The Mothman Prophecies, which came out in 2002, starring Richard Gere and brought Mothman to a fresh audience. I think that's probably why he's so popular. Um, the film, like the book, claimed that there were supernatural events related to the Mothman sightings and a connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Um, more recently, though, in 2016, WCHS-TV published a photo purported to be of Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2 in Mason County, which is in West Virginia. Just clarify. Um, science writer Sharon A. Hills proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl... <laughs> <laughs> carrying a frog or a snake away uh, and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect it is the mothman as described in legend there are too many far more reasonable explanations <laughs> there was a, a yeah. very rude hand gesture yeah sorry <laughs> always just throwing out some rude ones in the summer 2017, there was a string of Mothman sightings in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, some sources say up to 55 people came forward and claimed to have seen the winged humanoid flying over the Windy City. So that's pretty yeah. rad. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also talk of Mothman showing up in other places, specifically other places of disasters, such as the 2011 power plant incident in Fukushima, Japan. So made his all the way all across the world. A global globetrotter, a little Mothman. Um, as you might suspect, Point Pleasant has definitely leaned into the Mothman story, making the area a hotspot for tourists. Uh, there's the Mothman Museum, the Mothman Festival every September, and of course, <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't mention, again, the infamous Mothman statue. If you are not familiar with this piece of art, <laughs> <laughs> Google it right now. Uh, you can specifically Google Mothman statue ass or butt or whatever, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. What One of those. You want to narrow it down a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do it. Hairy it, chest. It's heaven. We will get to that. It's, I mean, it's all there. The, the, this gorgeous reminder of our beautiful baby boy was sculpted by a man named Bob Roach. Who made some choices? Yeah. Yeah. Bob Roach had a an idea in mind. I, so I went searching because I really wanted to answer these questions. Like I wanted to know why the chest hair and why that beautiful ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not as surprising. Who doesn't love a dump truck ass? True. But so Bob Roach was pretty well known metal sculptor in that area. He's created a lot of different stuff, stuff for churches and other buildings <laughs> or whatever. Um, supposedly his claim to fame was that he made everything by hand. And never used molds and things like that. So he's a metal worker. Okay. Um, just That's those, impressive. I know. Yeah. For, for sure. Um, but to answer the question, I didn't find much information as to why. The closest thing I found is that he uh, used a bodybuilder as reference mm-hmm. for the statue. So maybe... That person just had some luxurious, curly-ass mane of chest hair. It is so luxurious on that fucking statue. <laughs> I just want to run my fingers through it. It's just like a little Sherpa blanket right on that. <laughs> just, just like, ooh, just a mink stole. <laughs> <laughs> just a place to cozy in. A little nest. A little, a little nest. Oh, Carry me in your bosom, oh. man. Supposedly you can buy little, like, versions of it. Like, <gasps> little, like... Um, 
Oh. Yeah, like, you know those, like, pitches? Uh, participation trophies you used to get if you played sports <laughs> yes. as a child. It's like about that same size, nice. but it's Mothman. But it's Mothman. I, w- I would love that. Well, I would absolutely yeah. get one of those. Yeah. On a sadder note, Bob Roach is no longer with us. He oh. passed away in August of 2015, but definitely has left his mark with the Mothman Memorial, among other statues. Of course, that is his most famous work, I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... When I look at that statue, I see someone who wasn't just trying to make like uh, it's not just a. I, I think, you know, I want to make like a, a good looking dude like this yeah. is someone who was like, I want to make something hot. And like, <laughs> there was a little too much effort put into like specific parts. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. You know, based on what I was like seeing in research, like he was resistant to the idea of making this statue at first. He's like, I don't know, kind of vibes. But like somehow they convinced him. And yeah, he was just like, he had a vision. Yeah. Maybe it was part of the joke for him was like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, just do it anyway. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to make, make it ungodly hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm going to put a big old donk on him. <laughs> Cheeks are clapping. <laughs> Wings are flapping. Cheeks are clapping. <laughs> Shirt. Shirt. Shit. Yeah, like I, every time I see stuff about the Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant, I'm just like, we need to go. There's a place that serves Mothman pizzas. Yeah. Like I want a Mothman pizza. It yeah. looks, it looks not good. But eatable. It looks, it looks eatable. Yes, eatable. <laughs> it doesn't look aesthetically great, but it looks like you could eat it. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> before we get into the theories, I have one last little tidbit. Um, uh, in June of 2020, a petition was started to replace all Confederate statues with statues of Mothman. As of June 2021, the petition has garnered nearly 19,000 signatures. So I say more Mothman, less racist. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm yeah, down I'm with down that. For that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I would love a Mothman statue in our town. Fuck yeah. Put that in a place that I won't name. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there should be a little placard underneath that explains that Mothman has replaced and then they can say the person it replaced and why we replaced them. Yeah. I think that's good. It'd be cool if the the plaque had like some weird little fan fiction where it's like, well, Mothman took this motherfucker out because of his bigoted beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> now and it's just Mothman riding a horse. And it's, <laughs> I love Mothman riding a horse. I mean, that would wouldn't that be fucking? That cool? would be amazing. Be yeah. Amazing. Fuck, it would be majestic. Yeah. Like, shit. Okay. <laughs> God, I wish. Um, theories. Uh, the main uh, non-believer theory is sandhill cranes. Um, they're they're pretty large birds, and they tend to have a feather color around their eyes that are red, which explains like the red eyes that people see a lot. Um, they're not quite six to seven feet tall. They can get pretty tall. Um, some people have even uh, theorized that maybe it was a mutated sandhill crane due to the heavy pollution in the water sources, which I think. I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty sure like if there's like radioactive waste or something and a bird chomps on it, the bird don't get big. Bird just die. <laughs> like, I don't know. I will say that if there was ever some way that you could like officially prove that everyone saw a crane. Right. If mm-hmm. you could just like prove that now, that's the most beautiful story about humanity is the idea that like 
somebody was walking down the street and saw a big crane and was like, oh, my God. And now we have a statue of a man with like a big booty, like in a time, in like a beautiful Times mistake. Square That's just yeah. a, the weirdest game of telephone ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like, my God. Yeah. I saw this really big bird. Did you say huge butt cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Cool. Was he hot? What? No, I said bird. So he was hot. So he was. He was hot. Someone just got really focused on a hot guy. Um, again, owls, barred owls, the main one I hear a lot. Some people say weather balloon, like a prank. I'm just like, I'm not buying that one. No. Um, it's uh, never a weather balloon. They all, they try. They try. I'll be honest. I've never seen a weather balloon. I don't know what it looks I've like. I've only seen. Images of weather balloons related to the Roswell incident. I don't actually know what a weather balloon looks like either, really. It there is like a feeling too, wherever someone's like, Oh, it's weather balloons. I'm like, there's not like thousands of weather balloons I know, going like, up all the time. Like, like that's we would not know what a weather a common, balloon looks like if there's yeah, so many. Like yeah. it's not a common thing. That seems like it not to mention it's like if it was Where's the people that sent it up? Wouldn't they be like, yeah, that's our weather balloon. Yeah, just like, oh, weather balloon. Yeah, yeah it was like, us. It's just weird for someone to be like, oh, it was probably a weather balloon. But that's that's where that ends. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't buy the weather. Maybe I'll do some research because I don't I mean, I, I can theorize what a weather balloon does and what's the purpose of it. But like, I don't know much about them at all. I think yeah. it's just barometric pressure and stuff like that. Just yeah. going up really high. And, and I don't think it does much other than take sensor readings. Hmm. wind yeah wind, probably yeah. some wind wind stuff yeah i don't know maybe there's thousands of them and yeah, we just don't like, know it we don't know it we're just fucking stupid yeah there's one going across sky right now well, right in front okay of us. um not to like divert from our conversation too much but in the town that jim and i grew up every once in a while you would see how to describe this it was basically like a parachuting like uh what do they call those fucking things? Not a go-kart, but like I would see a person with a parachute and they're on a little like go-kart thing, but it had a fan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a um what is that called? It's it's uh it's like parasailing, but you you have a fanned cart that you're yeah, it had yeah, wheels it can, like, on it. So you it can fly like, around. Yeah. Yeah. It was something I saw a lot because you know, like as you've gathered, audience, we lived in a very rural area. Um, and we had like a baby airport in our town, but like, yeah, I would see these things. It's just people riding these carts, but there's a parachute. I feel really jealous. I never got to see that. We'll, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, okay. it was, a, they it was... actually fly around downtown here now too. Oh. You can see them. Hmm. Oh, that's wild. I didn't I know was that. trying to find the, the technical name. Yeah. Um, I, I did not. <laughs> it's okay. So as far as believers, um, obviously some kind of wing encrypted, um, some kind of alien, supernatural being or like some spiritual phenomena uh you know an omen bringer uh yeah like meh. so that you know this is a very like uh reader's digest version of mothman there's a fuck ton of stuff about mothman like so much i couldn't put it all in an episode so this might feel very abridged but um that in essence is a mothman I'm sure everyone listening probably already knows this guy, but you know, Hello. still fun because now they're gonna get to listen to some. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I guess yeah. The I question can't. is, 
I mean, it feels it's like a, a silly question. question. Mothman fucks. We know yeah. Mothman fucks. Yeah, Mothman fucks. Oh, uh, yeah. My, you know my boo fucks. <laughs> fucks. Fucks all day long. <laughs> all day long. Well, he's not like flying, scaring people. He's fucking. <laughs> Getting down. Shit. Shit. Sensual lover. I, I would say that Mothman probably is a very generous lover. He's going to put it out there. Yeah. I think he's very caring. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased. Yeah. Like he's literally trying to save people from the fucking bridge. The bridge. Don't go. Maybe. Or he killed them all. (laughs) No, no, not that one. Okay. We're not doing that one. The the only other than the bridge thing, the only dangerous thing I heard that Mothman did was maybe try to steal a baby. He was just helping. You know, you can't get mad at somebody for being hungry. I didn't say he was trying to eat the baby. Oh. <laughs> He's just trying maybe, to kidnap a baby. Yeah, maybe the parent was bad. No, yeah. I don't really like that either. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Shush. anyway, <laughs> we're going to ignore that particular moment and move on to some sweet, sexy, horny time. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, bring it. Oh, oh boy. I numbered the pages. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Hell yeah. You don't really have a whole lot, so, but you do have a one and a two. Coco is already laughing and giggling. Are you excited? <laughs> Sorry, I just read Moth, just man, one Moth, description. Moth, man, one description Moth, was man. more than enough to fuck me up. Okay, all right. So we're doing two stories today because the first story we were sent by one of our cupid cryptids. Oh, hell yeah. And it was really short, so we decided to do another one, but we had to do this one because just to show you our cupid cryptids, we love you. We'll read your story as long as it's not horrifying. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so whoever you are, Big thanks. Big oh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hell yeah. All right. This story was brought to us by Cryptic Cupid and friend of the show, Alex. He, him. Hell yeah. Yay. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. We love you. Sorry it took best. forever to get to you. Yeah. Well, you know, we had, we had, a, we had so many pre recorded because I was we out had, of town. We had a lot yeah. of pre recorded I'm very excited that we're back on being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So here we go. This is Mothman by Judge Mortis on Tumblr. And that is. J-U-D-G-E, as you would normally yeah. do judge, dash, Mortis, M-Zero-R-T-1-S. Got it. Just in cool. case y'all out there on the internets want to yeah, look, yeah. look what up. What better things are you doing? Go, go, go we find can, Judge We Mortis. can do a little tag on uh, yeah. Twitter as well like yeah. when, we, when the episode goes out. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Loosen it up. It Shake it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get back in the saddle, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw someone yesterday with a shirt on that said, um, I'm just a dick sucking cowboy. And uh, <laughs> it was also like bubblegum pink and had like a drawing of a cowboy on it. And I was like, man. Yes. I love this world. God, that's such a good shirt. There, so there good. is still hope for the world. Mm-hmm. All right. The world was ending. Not only was it coming to an end, but cryptids, monsters, and gods from all over the world were coming out of hiding, all trying for a mad power grab to reshape the world as they saw fit. Most people were freaking out, huddled in a corner somewhere, crying themselves asleep, but not you. Maybe you were doing what... Sorry. Maybe what you were doing was crazy. But you argued that people do crazy things in the name of love. Or love making, in your case, sicko. Yes, the world was ending. Yeah, it would be meaningful to spend your last days with the ones you love the most. 
but then you'd be kicking what was left of your ass for missing the biggest opportunity of your life. To hell with your family. It was time to bone the Mothman. Hell yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> time to bone the Mothman. As you sped down to West Virginia in your neighbor's stolen car, you began trying to rationalize the weird fixation you had with humanoid moths. I'm just so excited that they're not in West Virginia, that they're like, got in their car, like, oh, fucking the moth, man. Yeah. I love this. Down. That's I love not this what I plot. Roach it. So good. Okay. Oh sorry. <laughs> just rock and roll. Keep going. You began trying to rationalize the weird fixation you had with humanoid moths. Ever since you saw a friend of yours playing Metroid Prime 2, Echoes, you were sure that was when it started. The moment you saw Umos, something inside you awakened. I don't know what this is. Do you all know what this is? Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, I know what the Metroid game series is, but I haven't played this specific game. Okay, or, yeah. I don't know what this Umos, but I have a, I assume it's a humanoid moth thing. I, I, I can only imagine that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Apparently, that was all your friend needed. Like a drug dealer getting a new customer on the fix. She said, well... If you like Umos, then I bet you'd like the Mothman of West Virginia. After that, all sort of, after that, it all sort of snowballed. Vintage newspaper clippings, eyewitness testimonies, both old and recent, Fallout 76, the Mothman prophecies. You were so addicted to the Mothman that you even had some erotic fan fiction laying around, or laying around your room or in the back of your closet. I mean, don't we all? Plus, just tripping over the shit. Just, just tripping over. Plus manga. When you thought about it, this was really all your friend's fault for getting you hooked. The moment you landed in West Virginia, you were already on a roll. A former employee of the Mothman Tours was the first person you met. They told you they were quitting because all this time they thought that Mothman was a bogus story to draw on tourists. Turns out that they had seen the Mothman and were kind enough to point you in the direction of where he was. Never had you been so happy. Probably as happy as that former employee was for you to leave them alone. You went to the area they mentioned, and right away you felt something in the air. An odd energy of some kind. A bit of a chill, too. The sound of fluttering wings made your heart skip a beat. Some sort of large, furry creature with big wings landed atop a rock in the middle of an empty clearing. From the darkness, the creature stared at you with big, glowing red eyes. Antenna twitching, curiously in the wind. Steam from its mouth as it breathed heavily in the moonlight, staring at you with hungry curiosity. That's when <sighs> you... <laughs> I'm hungry. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry, all right. <laughs> That's when you froze. Performance anxiety getting the better of you. The better of you. Mm -hmm. All this planning and preparation, but the one thing, the one thing you never planned was what to say to him. Like a tween about to meet Justin Bieber, you were paralyzed with fear, <laughs> but gripped by overwhelming Justin excitement. Had giant wings. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was, this was probably written a, a while back when Justin Bieber was more of a thing. Maybe not. This Maybe is, not. This is somebody just having a good time. Yeah. You couldn't just say, hi. You started cursing yourself. The biggest, most meaningful moment in your life, and you didn't have something powerful to say? Frustration overpowering your performance anxiety, you started unbuttoning your shirt while blurting out, I'm a big fan, M Mr. Mothman. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but also still undressing. So, yeah, but still undressing. Ripping. <laughs> no, go ahead. Wait a second. <laughs> I love it. No, this is so I good. I can't get out a greeting, but I'm already taking my clothes off. Look, we've all been in a situation where we're ready to have sex and we're taking our clothes off and some said something stupid. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I've said some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> and in some of it on camera. Go ahead. <laughs> Ripping your shirt off, you start undoing your bra like you like your very life depended on it. With your tits out for your monster of the hour to see, you cried out, please make love to me. <laughs> Bra's just flying right off. Wing. A soft grunt rang in the air, followed by the fluttering of large wings and the swooping of a large creature as it headed your way. You closed your eyes, waiting, heart thumping like a jackhammer, your nipples going hard in the cool air. <laughs> like how nipples is italicized there. Your nipples. nipples. And that's about... <laughs> And that's about when you heard the sound of small feet squeaking with every step they took. Wait, what? Squeaking? <laughs> like little clown shoes? Yeah. It's got the little like light up squeak shoes. Oh, those are so cute. <laughs> Opening your eyes in confusion, you soon found what appeared to be a large humanoid moth. Not at all what you or any other person would rightly call a moth man. With blue fur and a dumb, beady-eyed expression on its face. Oh, don't shame the moth man. Hi, pretty lady. Wait, what? <laughs> that is what it says. I know, I just love it. <laughs> so it sounds like Animal from the Muppets. That was my, my oh, shot. Okay. That's the okay. I was just like, that's a, that's a wild way to start, that's but okay. I like how George is just like, wow, Coco's really going for it. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Said the four foot three tall moth-like creature. Oh my God. <laughs> Trying to be polite, you calmly asked the humanoid moth, what the fuck are you supposed to be? You sound like animal from the Muppets. Me and Moth Man. He said and started swinging his hips. Sexy time now. <laughs> Oh, it's more of a question. Sorry. Sexy time now? <laughs> At least he's consenting. Your eyes immediately look between his legs and the clear lack of a penis. Then you look him right in the eyes and you, and you hurt, asked, do you, can you even have sex? Me sick thing and girl. He said, flapping his wings excitedly. Mothman, good for sex. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, Mothman, you reluctantly said, crossing your arms over your chest, the fact that you seem to have a poor grasp on the English language and you not knowing what your junk is called does not feel like we're anywhere near consensual. Mothman, no sex, he said, trying to sound reassuring and not like the animal's redheaded stepbrother. <laughs> Mothman, and good if you am good. In that moment, you were on the fence. On the one hand, you always dreamed of this moment, but the other, well, to say you greatly overestimated your partner would be a gross understatement. <laughs> Are okay you crying? <laughs> oh, no. 
We love you, Coco. It's fine. It's just Mothman Man good. If you am good. <laughs> like, I'm absolutely going to say that to the next person I sleep with. 100%. Text us afterwards. Tell us how it went. I, it's going to start with Mothman no sex. Mothman am good. If you are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Fuck it. You eventually said in frustration, flashing your tits at him, you commanded. I drove too far and waited too long. Whatever you got, stick it in me. Yay! Sexy time! Mothman cheered. Just then a large rock hard cock shot out from beneath but <laughs> shot out from beneath the fur between his legs. Flapping his jittery wings, Mothman clumsily flew right at you. <laughs> Just like knocks you over. He collided with you tits first, tackling oh, you to the ground for the go. roughest, sloppiest lovemaking you ever experienced. <laughs> the world may be ending, but the night would be long. That's uh, beautiful. It was good, oh, wasn't it? It was really good. <laughs> Thank you, also, Alex. I do really love the image in my head of Mothman flying into her like a moth into a light. Just like... Yay! Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what they say about a 10-foot wingspan? <laughs> <laughs> a 10-foot dick. Oh, God. Okay. Now, this is a longer story, and just to, just to like, get it out in the open now, one of our very first episodes, we had a character named after Tomura Shigaraki, which is a character from uh, My Hero Academia. Okay. They are an adult, so we're not being gross. Cool. I like that. (laughs) We like that. But... Um, I guess I have a feeling that this um, story was written underneath that same prompt. Okay. So. Same name. Same name. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. But different character. Okay. But same name. Cool. Just to let you all know. Okay. And this is titled Mothman by Artistic Quirk on uh, an archive of our own. So AO3. That's what people call it. What do Your phone vibrates in your pocket, disturbing the tranquility of the woods and scaring away the iridescent beetle you needed to catch for your studies. Thinking that it might have been the teen back at the base camp trying to contact you, you quickly check it. But no, it wasn't anyone trying to reach you. It was your phone saying that there was only 5% battery left. Shit, this is bad, you said as you switched on low battery mode. The portable charges you packed were used up and needed to recharge back at the base. It was time to call tonight. The sun set above the tree line, leaving the sky a watercolor pink mixed with fluffy, puffy, not fluffy, puffy clouds. It was still enough light to see, but soon darkness would take over, and you had already stumbled on some well-hidden roots in the brush. So you made sure you collected enough insects for your local study and arranged them properly so the samples and little buzzing friends wouldn't get too irritated, then start to trace your steps back. Except you realize that without your phone and the Trails app, you're not exactly sure where you were supposed to go. The sun set faster than you thought, no moon in sight to light some of your way. But an emergency flashlight hung on the side of your backpack, which you grab quickly and leaves rustle behind you. Your fingers stumble to find the on button before you pivot, the light into the source of the sound. Nothing. 
no sign of life in the bushes, except for a flash of something with a little fur and a branch snapping back into place. It must have been a squirrel, you said to calm your nerves. A giant fucking squirrel, just trying to get home. You didn't have the time to process what you might have just seen, so you march on, hoping to see a trail marker nearby and some semblance of being less lost. But the minutes pass, the darkness deepens, and you... And the only source of light is the defined circle from the battery-powered beacon limiting your field of view. The rustle came back, and this time, it sounded like it was right above your head. You gasp and point the light up into the sky, where it did nothing but disappear into the night and cast shadows on the overhanging branches. You assess as much as you could, heart racing, unblinking, to catch any sign of movement. But right in your periphery, red eyes reflected light. A squeal escapes your mouth and you jump backward, making the light shake and lose track of your target. You fall onto your back. The force knocked the breath out of you, but you roll over to crawl away from whatever that was as fast as your body would allow. Sticks and rocks scratch into your palms as you desperately flee. You only made it a few feet before a whoosh sound, before a whoosh sounds off behind you, quickly followed by some chirps. Wait. It yells. I don't want to hurt you. You stop crawling. Surprised at how non-menacing the tone of voice was, and slowly pan over to the source. The light outlined something huge and bright. Leaves cast eerie, crooked shadows onto whatever it was. But out of every sensory image burning into your vision that night, the memory of the glowing red eyes will forever be ingrained. Out from the bushes steps a figure, massive white wings furling in to avoid surrounding branches. The flashlight highlights his pale skin and white messy hair. The waves splay out, around a ring of white cotton-like fur around his neck that leads into a lean torso. As he moves closer, you see how much he towers over you. Two feathery antennae on the top of his head add to his well over six feet in height. Small digitigrade? Does that sound like a word? Uh, sure. Sure. Probably a bug thing. Bug I don't thing. Know. Small digitigrade feet mask all the noise from the crunchy leaves on the ground. You yelp again when they get close. More out of shock and adrenaline than fear. This creature yelps too, but in a fit of squeaks and chitters at your reaction. They reactively reach up to their neck and scratch at the patch of fur with long, black-tipped fingers. What? Who? What are you doing here? You could barely form the words, but soon your racing heartbeat slows. You figured if they wanted to harm you, they certainly would have done so by now. What? What do you mean? I, I live here. What are you doing here? The voice said. It sounded masculine, but shaky, cracking into high pitches on every other word. Mm. When you... Want me to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> you can. Cracking into... Hot. What are you... Like, like that? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I live here. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I, I live here. What are you, you doing here? <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Love it. So good. Yeah. <laughs> the voice said... It sounded masculine, but shaky, cracking into high pitches on every other word. When you can't come up with a fast enough response, they exhale and hunch in a little, almost like they wanted to make themselves smaller. Look, I'm, I'm sorry I startled you. They said, continuously scratching at their neck. I just thought I could approach you for help. I watched the way you collected samples this evening, how gentle you were with the insects and the environments. They unfurled the bottom part of their right wing, and while some of the ragged edges seemed like natural patterns, a giant hole with blood and viscera marred the edges of the wing. A hunter saw me the other day. 
eight. And this happened as I tried to get away. Okay. I think after this, you're good to not be squeaky. Okay. If you're, if you're all right. <laughs> that was just initial jitters. Okay. Oh. You couldn't believe what was happening. Because of your field of study, you definitely had people ask many questions about cryptids and what they were like, but you never thought you would see one in real life, especially during a scientific expedition into the forest. Their eyes soften and the red glow dims a little as they step closer, more illuminated by the light. You take a deep breath before answering. I can't believe I'm about to help, you thought. I'm not a vet or doctor, but I'll see what I can do, okay? You said. Their wings flutter a little at your response, and the antenna fully stand up from their fluffy crown of hair. What's your name? They took a moment before they answered. Tomara. Tomara Shigaraki. Okay, Tomara. I'll be back tomorrow. You have my word. You stand and use the last 3% of your battery to mark the location on the Trails app. Even if it ate up the last bit of life on your phone, you weren't about to pass up this opportunity. A slight and somewhat cute smile spread across his face. You barely slept that night at the base camp and eagerly gathered the medical and camping supplies you needed to help your new friend. Without spilling too many details and endangering Tomara, you told your colleagues that you had extra work to observe at the previous site. Thank goodness they were distracted in other places. This way, you could devote the next couple of days working out everything you could about, his moth, about this moth-human hybrid in the woods. The trails were a lot more lively than the day before, maybe because there were fewer researchers poking around. Birds twitter in the branches. The same species of beetle you tried to catch buzzed past your the same species of beetle you tried to catch buzzed past your face. Everything seemed quiet and undisturbed. Once you were sure the coast was clear and the app led you back to the right location, you set down your backpack and equipment. Tomara, are you still out here? A series of chitters caught your ear toward a small overhang of rock hidden by some bushes. Tomara's bright red eyes peer at you through the leaves. Over here, friend. The light hurts my eyes when it's too bright. No problem, you said as you grab your stuff and push your way through. With no time to waste on the injury, you set off to work, making small talk with the moth human as you pulled out the sanitizer. As you pull out the sanitizer. As you pull out the sanitization equipment, you learned his pronouns and that he was at least in his early 20s. Unsure of how long he'd been wandering the woods, but completely sure he was raised by several caretakers throughout his life. The most prominent one being someone he referred to as his sensei or master. Senpai. <laughs> senpai. Notice me, senpai. Notice me, senpai. A <laughs> chitter. I'm all a chitter. I'm all a chitter for my senpai. <laughs> oh, boy. He sits cross-legged on the blanket while you work. After cleaning the wound of dirt, dry blood, and anything else that might have caused an infection, you take out a set of clean bandages made of the, of the softest gauze mixed with some skin-healing medication to promote regeneration in the spot of the injury. Something light enough that wouldn't impede his flight patterns, but also something that could be changed often and healed quickly. It was at least... It at least gave you an excuse to come back and see him. He twitches a couple of times when you apply antiseptic, but otherwise remains calm, maybe even distracted by something else. You slide off your gloves when you're done and place a hand on Tomara's forearm, 
surprised at the warm mix of peach fuzz and short velvet texture his pale skin had. I'm sorry, am I hurting you? No, no, it's not that. You're doing fine. I'm just... He turns away from you, hunched over, arms crossing, o- arms crossing on his lower half. If it's something that's causing pain, let me help while I can. Oh, you said, finally spotting the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Nothing like when you're like, what's wrong? Oh, you have a, oh. 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 Noise. Noise. (laughs) (laughs) The area between his legs had so much of his plush white fur that it covered up the genitalia before. But now his cock protruded far above it. Your (laughs) Your eyes widened. Not only was it large, but it had distinguishable ridges around the head and halfway down the shaft, along with what you believed was a knot at the base. Uh, nodding Shit. again, nodding Here. again. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going back to Notting Hill. Uh. Moth on Notting Hill. Moth on Notting Hill. As you study him and the embarrassed look on his face, you don't know why, but heat flushes to everywhere in your body. You suddenly have memories of the woods near your childhood home, of the honeydew and dandelions that popped up in the spring and summer grass. You wanted to get closer to Tomura, to nestle into the fluff on his neck, and to maybe help him with something else other than his wing. <laughs> Tomura, it's okay. You don't need to be ashamed. Do you want me to help you? <laughs> Let me help you with that. <laughs> I just imagine Joyce in like a nurse's outfit. <laughs> Got, a, got like a big that? giant syringe, <laughs> like on the Blink-182 cover. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Looks like I need to patch you up. <laughs> <laughs> he nods, his red eyes watery and pleading to you. I, I want to make sure you want to, though. I think it's... I, I think this... I think this is some weird heat thing I'm in. My master explained it to me once, but I haven't experienced it yet. I think it's part of the reason that Hunter was so eager to track me down. I'm putting off something that's setting everything off, and it's so damn frustrating. He gave you more questions than answers, and later you would have to ask him more about his life and whoever this master was. But for now, you could only focus on one thing. That dick. That dick. It's coming for you. Rib for their pleasure, baby. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Oh, hold on. It's all right, you whispered. Even if this is a biological thing, Tomura, you have my consent. I'm present enough to know what I'm doing. Or, I'm present enough to know what's going on. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to make that sound. They, they already had a little, like, ugh. A little pre come just from the consent. Just <laughs> me just getting excited about consent. Anyway, um, oh, okay. I'm glad. And he makes another soft smile, eyes crinkling closed. His cute scars and single mole around his mouth brighten his entire face. At that moment, you decide you would do anything for this sweet boy. You reach down and place your fingers to his tip. When a large brief, <laughs> when a large brief. <laughs> uh-huh. Focus. Focus, Jim. 
Just know that we're both watching you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when a large bead of that clear pre-cum gathered. <laughs> that pre. That pre. Using it as lube, you spread it across the head and along the ridges of his shaft. He hisses as you slide your hand down, bucking his hips into your stroke. Once he relaxes a little, you fall into a rhythm, easing your hand up and up and down until you feel the heat rush to his cock. You squeeze a little tighter, and Tomura tries his hardest to keep a straight face. He humps into your palm like it was his own personal fleshlight. Ah, uh, it stings, he said, wincing and showing his sharp canines. Just let it go, Tomura, you coax. He releases his moan and all the pent-up energy with it. A stream of cum spurts out, covering the front of your shirt and reaching all the way to your collarbone. And his cock was still hard. Damn. Ah, <laughs> oh, that felt so good, but, but I think I still need more to come out. I'm sorry, this is the first time this is happening. I jerk off all the time, but God, you can't... <laughs> you came here to help me with my injury not with this don't worry about it seriously <laughs> oh it's no thing no problem it's no thing don't worry babe don't worry don't worry these hands know how to to milk a moth <laughs> is that a shirt i don't the, think so these hands know how to milk a moth no is that a that's, shirt that's no. maybe something you don't wear outside i don't know <laughs> the shirts that we like are not going to be shirts you wear out hung like a moth is pretty great though i'm I'm keeping that one on the on the top of the pile okay don't worry about it seriously you wipe your hand on another part of your already soiled shirt then go over to your bag again you thought maybe there was something else that might help him like like vaseline or lotion to jerk himself since your hand didn't seem to be enough your hand flicks over a square plastic wrapper when you realize you had a couple extra Magnum condoms in your bag. Well, okay, I have to pause the story. <laughs> Why is this researcher who is like, it seems like alone-ish. I mean, like they have a team of people, but why do they have condoms just randomly? Um, We're coming catch a you. bug in it? Like, catch a bug in it. I mean, you don't want to go out unprepared. There's nothing worse than wanting to have sex in a situation and not being able to because you don't have access. This is fair, but it just seems like highly unlikely considering what I know of the story and the context. She's fucking a moth man, so maybe we can peel it back a bit on the the believability scale. Fair enough. (laughs) You had a couple extra Magnum condoms in your bag. Not that you were expecting anything to happen, but random hookups during retreats and expeditions weren't uncommon. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) My only problem is Magnum. Really? That's the one you're going to choose? I know. The average wiener that you might come across is not going to need a Magnum condom. It's like, (laughs) never mind. Every every time anyone has ever been like, babe, I prefer, I'm going to need the Magnum. Like (laughs) you get to the down to the D and you're like, (laughs) It's like putting your foot in a 10 size shoe. Yeah, like, oh, oh no. Shoe, shoe too big. big. Shoe too big. Shoe too big. My mistake. Shoe too, too, big big. Shoe. too big shoe. Too big shoe. Too big shoe. Too big shoe. <laughs> An idea pops in your head. Hey, Tomara. Hmm? His antenna perk up when you call his name. Would it help if we had sex? Maybe you need to feel like you're mating with someone. 
At least that's what I suspect is going on. I think that's what's going on, too. Damn, this is so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm too horny. Please just come over here. I'm so embarrassed. The paleness on his face was almost completely pink now. You wanted to let him know so badly that you didn't want him to be embarrassed. You just wanted him to feel better. To know what it was, to know what it was like to feel good. I have something in my bag. You pull out the condom. It's nothing that's going to hurt, I promise. This is just going on for both of our protection, okay? I like you so far, but until I know whether or not things are super safe for skin contact... You push your scientific brain aside and just unwrap the packet. It seemed big enough, but you hoped that it would be it would. It seemed big enough, but you hoped that it would hold out long enough to let this to fuck me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to fuck me. That's uh, that is where it was yeah, going. Yeah. yeah, got the uh, sixteen-gallon jug, the big gulp, my the big, big gulp. gulp, my jug. You get stronger every time you drink it from it. Yeah. Well, no, you get weaker because there's less water in there for you to pump. You're strong at first, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> pumping, pumping that jug. It seemed big enough, but you hoped that it would hold out long enough to get the job done. Anyway, if it's okay, I'd like to put this on you now. Yes, please. I don't want to hurt you. He said as he scratches at his neck. Gently, you roll the condom down and pinch at the tip. It seemed to fit, even over the knot at the bottom of his shaft. Satisfied, you step back to undress. The heat flowing through your body from his scent almost made the feel of your clothes unbearable. His antennas shake with each piece of clothing you removed, and his eyes glow red, almost as bright as the previous night. Once you show yourself fully na- na- naked, naked, <laughs> what? As soon as you're fully naked, as soon as you're naked. Oh God. Uh, once you show yourself fully naked and settle back on the blanket you placed your camping equipment on. Anytime you're ready, Tomara, he said, reaching down to your sex to make sure enough heat and wetness had gathered. He crawls to you on his hands and knees, his half-unfurled wings shading away any lingering spots of sunlight. Please, if we're going to do this, I want to make sure you're wet enough, too. You're smaller than me. I don't want to hurt you. He said as he leans down and places his face between your legs. Mm, You're so pretty down here. He said with a deep purr. He flicks his eyes up to yours, and your breath slips away from the color and intensity. The tip of a long, thin tongue snakes out of the thin line of his lips, the smallest part lightly teasing and tickling your sex. His feathery antenna trace over the inside of your thighs as he moves his head, sending shivers through your skin. He pushes the thicker part of his tongue to your most sensitive areas, allowing you to move against him, getting yourself off to his mouth. While he sinks his tongue in and around your sex, he reaches up and plays with your nipples, the light, velvety texture of his skin and fingertips electrifying every sensation on your sensitive buds. 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 Touch my buds. Touch touch my buds. (laughs) Listen up, bud. (laughs) Fuck, Tomra. That feels so good. You moan as you grip onto his wrists to keep his hands in place. His tongue reaches. His tongue reached around to places you didn't know could be stimulated, like he reached into the deepest parts of your core, attacking with a precision like finesse. The need for you to be ready for his rut instinctually adding to your pleasure. 
You taste so good. I could spend all my time down here. He croons. The praise ushers in your orgasm. Praise kink. Praise kink. Praise kink. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I love doing both. Degrading too? Yeah. Oh, you oh, dirty man. little cow. It's so good. <laughs> I know. You gotta like mix them in together. Mm. Like you're such a good dirty little slut. Like that's, oh. you're like positive but still using negative term, but right. it's still positive enforcement or right. reinforcement. Right, 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 right. Okay. You're right. doing such a good job, you, you trashy little you tr- cum goblin. I love that. Slorp. Okay. Holy Just take a brief, brief break to, for everyone to get back from me saying that. Well, All right, but I, I'm, I'm coming right into. I know it's drink that jug. I got more to say. All right, let's do this. Y'all can do it. I, I believe in you. <sighs> I'm gonna make Joyce do it. No, I did one. <laughs> you did a great job, though. Thank you. Oh fuck! I'm gonna come. You cry out. Your thighs clench around Tomara's head. He jerks back, a little startled but he enthusiastically laps up any wetness as you grind against his mouth, pushing through your waves. Once your legs relax, relax? (laughs) I'm so relaxed right now. (laughs) Once your legs relax, he sits back on his tiny heels. His antenna flicker up and down, waiting for the next steps. Please, get inside me now, you sigh. Let me help you out of your rut. (laughs) A weird way to put it. I'll say that next time. Let me help you out of your rut. <laughs> I know it sounds like like judging him for having like a dry spell or whatever. Oh yeah, you know your your rut. Like yeah. you know you're in a rut. Let me get you out of this rut. Hmm. Uh, That's good. I don't think that would work on too many people. If you're like, let me get you out of this rut, and be like, I'm so, I, don't pity fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. So, and then as they get up to leave, like, wait, uh, wait, no, dude, no, no, pity fuck me. Yeah, I, please, I lied. I lied. Please, dude, I am in a rut. I was I just super, want to admit super it. wrong. Uh, right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's been dry out here. <laughs> this been ain't easy. I have to say, this is ain't easy. interesting response to let me help you out of your rut. Right. Right. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's, right. That's it. Like, like they forgot what, maybe that's it. It's more of like a, oh, right. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was supposed to be doing. He crawls above you again, this time lifting your hips slightly so he could line you up with his pelvic areas. I think it goes here. <laughs> first time. The last one was first time for but, the name Tomara. But 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 here's here's my thing. Maybe that was another part of the prompt. He knew he knew where to go to go, you know, do his business a moment ago and now he's acting like where does it go like no. you know he was like going down on them yeah like he knows where the stuff is yeah why would he have to ask like um, i think the, it goes the, here that could have been a well there was a butthole and a like which, uh, which yeah you know, like that kind mm, of thing uh, take hole. your poison yeah two hole don't know so, oh i do, oh i don't know <laughs> which one is it am i supposed to go back and forth <laughs> um <laughs> The thick head of his cock teases your entrance. Yes, Tomara, I can't wait to feel you inside me. 
you moan. He nods, then slowly, <laughs> like I was like, okay. Yes. Then slowly pulls the two of you together. Each ridge massages, massages your insides as he pushes in, stimulating every sensitive nerve with one last shove as he bottoms out and fills you with his growing knot. <laughs> he thrusts his hips into yours. Small, pat, pat, pat noises. <laughs> the pitter-pat, the pitter-patter of a mothman fucking you. <laughs> Muffled by the tufts of his fur down there. Sighs of pleasure come after each push, turning into grunts with a gradual increase of speed. I, I never knew. I never knew. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> just, <sighs> I feel like I, I want to know how many. This is just me. This is not a, a, a critique of the writing necessarily. It's just like. The reality of trying to yell this out during sex would be very difficult. I I never knew how amazing this could be. Ah, oh, <laughs> That's what, he dies. Ah. He's dead. <laughs> like that that line there is the most senpai. Like that's the most uh, anime thing I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I never knew how amazing this could be. Ah, oh. <laughs> that's oh. very very anime. <laughs> oh my god. He cries out. I want to do this all the time. Fuck, it feels so good. Your sex rubs against his tuft of pubic hair, the friction itself nearly sending you over the edge again. He sets the pace as he pounds into you and lifts your legs above his arms to bend you in half. His body hovers over yours. Wings move in controlled bursts to help increase his speed and power. Both your sexes are now so wet, your skin smacks together with each thrust down. Fuck, this feels so good. So fucking good. You fit so well around me. He mutters into your ear. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. <laughs> Tomra, you moan. His long tongue extends from his mouth again to lightly flick around your nipples. You're so big inside me. When you look down, a bulge forms from his size, but nothing hurts. Almost like the aphrodisiac scent he produced emphasized nothing but the pleasures for both of you. He makes a small adjustment with his hips, a more rolling motion that hits all the right spots. A shiver crawls up your spine. Your legs once again clench around him. I, I'm coming again, Tomura. Oh, you feel so good. You cry out, loud enough to hear your own echoes, not caring if you scare away some wildlife or passerby far away that hears the best orgasm of your life. Your walls tighten around him in waves, sending him into a sudden climax as well. That's right. Come for me, baby. You goad him on through your moans. Oh, fuck. <laughs> My favorite is getting to read those moments and watch Joyce's head just like whip backwards. I know. It's like, like dying oh, over there. It. Yeah. <laughs> There's also like a sexy librarian thing happening with this like researcher. Who all of a sudden was like very was first very timid, but now is like, oh, fuck me, baby. Oh. Yeah, like, give <laughs> no, me all that the, sweet, sweet pre. In the, hey. in the heat of the moment, you want that pre. Just remember, <laughs> Vulcan in the streets, Klingon in the sheets. Fair oh enough. yes, yeah. yes. Fair he yells out, 
The full spread of his massive wings expand and tower above you while he spurts out even more cum. His cries of pleasure echo off the walls of the rock face. You feel the entrance of your hole stretch as his seed paints your walls. He's not full. Wait a sec, he's wearing a condom. Yeah, it, yeah. I also was confused by that when I first read it. He's not fully engorged and keeping you in place. It was so much cum. It gushes from the top of the condom and spurts down your ass, leaving a soak spot on your blanket. And the way it makes your skin sting a little made you glad you took the extra precaution to begin with. You didn't want an allergic reaction to, pe- to prevent you from fucking him again. From, experience- <laughs> from experiencing this incredible overflow of bonding and closeness. He rolls over to his side, leaving just enough space for his wings to tuck in comfortably. Once you came down from your high, you reach over to make sure the condom doesn't get lost. To your shock and awe, other than the cum that leaked from the top, the condom was intact at the bottom. Mental note, order entire stockroom of this brand. Do you feel better now? You ask Tomoro between huffs. Yeah, much better. He spaces each word apart until he lets out a soft snore while he nuzzles against your neck. You let him rest for the next few minutes. He definitely deserved it. His patterned breaths and cute little whistles while he exhales allow you to drift into your... I know he's like honk shooing over here. <laughs> well, he just came so much. Yeah, a lot. I know. He blasted it all out. Yeah. When he exhales, allow you to drift into your own daydreaming. Despite knowing him for a short time, you realize this was some of the most passionate and intimate sex you've ever had. And now that you'd had some of his not... <laughs> Now that you've had some of his garlic knots, <laughs> yum. you're going to come back. Yum, 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 yum. Yum. Give me the yacht. <laughs> and now that you've had some of his knot, you're not sure if you want to go back. His wings stir next to you, and his eyes flutter open just as you feel something press against your leg. Uh, I, I think I'm getting hard again. The end. <sighs> Our boy. Our boy. Our boy. Ah. Oh. Is he naughty or nice, baby? Mm, naughty. Seemed, seemed kind of both. Seemed kind of both. Actually, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. He yeah, asked both. a lot of... Super sweet. Yeah. Very a sweet. lot of like, is this cool? Very Wh- sweet. Which which hole is it? I'm a rascal. Always ask. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Well, um... Would you fuck the mouth, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim, uh, would you? Do are you into the mouth <laughs> yeah. thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Why okay. not? Right. My OG crush. I, mean, I don't know if I would fuck that moth man. That it's sounded so sweet. I know he's just sounded a little more twinky to me. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, give me that swarthy. <laughs> you want you want the more hardened, experienced mafia. Yeah, yeah. Twenty years down the line, I definitely don't want to explain anything during sex. Like, yeah, I I would prefer. <laughs> I'm not gonna start. Um, I once had this friend who constantly like would make kind of references to the maybe they were gay, and I made a lot of jokes about like, okay, well, you know, you should fucking do that. And then they they would f- say that they would sleep with me as like a passing, like very like no homo bro joke. But it's like oh, very clear that some other shit's going on. Yeah. And there was some day where I just straight up yelled at him. 
where I was like, I was like, listen, I mean, like, if you want to fuck this, that's great. But you need to go out there and fuck some other dude first, because this is prime rib and I ain't casting it out here to teach you the ways. All right. Like, I don't want you coming into my business trying to figure this out. You need to know how to fuck before you come up here. You don't want to be a senpai? No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, go, go. I'm going to taste some McRib and then come back for the real deal, baby. <laughs> I'm not here to teach you the ways of sex. I'm just here to show you that they can be better. <laughs> Damn, the confidence. Shit. What's that like? What's that like living with that confidence? I don't know. I don't know. It's all fake. It's all made up. Okay. Well, <laughs> but if you say it out than... loud, it, it works yeah. out pretty well. I mean, yeah, you're still communicating it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joyce. Yeah. Oh, Mothman? Uh, Again, there's a size thing. It's it's very big. It sounds very big. Yeah, but there are ways around that. I, yeah, and anything can be done with time and enough love. I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sweet, though. Yeah, no, he's very sweet. Oh. No, no he wrong. would take like 45 was, minutes to get in there and just, just like take like, a sweet, precious time. It's so big. You guys just put on some Animal Planet and you just lean back and relax while. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. I mean, definitely the second Mothman sounds way better than the first Mothman. <laughs> the first Mothman was so funny. Though. Pretty lady. Pretty lady. I put yeah. it in you. Yeah. Not so much that one. Uh, so sure. If I had to choose one of these moth people. Sure. Yes. The second Mothman. But yeah, it just sounds too big. Yeah. You'd be surprised at what you can do, what a body can do. I know. Mm -hmm. I think as I get older, I'm more um, afraid of what my body can't do. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> when true. I was younger. I was a little bit more like, yeah, it's cool. Let's do it. You know, you smoke a joint and then you, you see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not as a uh, cavalier as I used to be. Yeah. Well, when things get hurt, they get hurt worse now at the age, at yeah. the ages that we yeah. are. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> cool times. Cool fun time. Uh, cool talk I, about mortality. Yeah. So let's let's and buttholes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go on. They do connect. Um, <laughs> let's end this bad boy, shall we? Yeah. All right. Hey, special thanks as always for listening. This was a very special episode for us and very very heartwarming. It's the reason yeah. we're here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like big deal. But yeah. To do it. It just yeah. sounded fun. We've been putting it off for a long time because I did this research ages ago. Um, but yeah, you can find us on social media. We have a lot now. Um, I yeah, know. I'm, I'm going to pr probably make us another one yeah. soon. So yeah. we got an Instagram. We got the gram. That's uh, love at first sighting. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably have to type it in fully just because, you know. Oh, yeah. We definitely have been shadow banned on some stuff. Yeah. We talk about some pretty... Yeah. yeah 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 so yeah, whatever there's that one twitter we're laughs pod that's l-a-f-s-p-o-d um uh, same deal uh we have a reddit uh which is love it first sighting thank you uh we also have youtube which is love it first sighting mm -hmm. we have um there's other ones patreon <laughs> yeah so yeah we got patreon it's patreon.com slash laughs pod hey be like Nobilis Reed and Hardcore Kindness, you know, they, they support us, not just listening show, but a little bit of chunk of change. If you yeah. got some laying around and you want us to keep making this show, that would be a great motivator. Not saying we won't do it if you don't, 
but it's hard out there for a simp. Yeah. Um, simps well, that have to work. <laughs> it also, you know, it's going to change the dynamic of what we can do this with the true. show. Like Absolutely. We can yeah. put more into maybe the future videos or yeah. songs. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like all jokes aside, what Coco's saying is very true. Like it, it costs money to make a podcast. It takes time. And as like working adults, time is a, a very precious resource. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's all, <laughs> that's all we got. So yeah, obviously you listening and shouting us out and sharing with your friends is great. And we love that and appreciate that. Do what you can do. But, Again, if you want some extra bonus content, which we were trying to work on, I'm yeah. trying to uh, get out my rusty old drawing skills and trying to do some horny art for y'all. We got some ideas in the hopper for some special episodes, some mm-hmm. movie reviews and shit like that. And I I did record a song that is a, a oh, love yeah. song yeah. for Mothman. Yeah. We got, we got yeah. a fucking song about Mothman. So, you know, check that out. Obviously, we got a website. It's laughspod.com. Uh, one of the big features of that is the cryptid Cupid submission form. So if you find some cool ass porn like Alex did, or if you're a budding writer and you want to write something, hit us up on the Cupid, you know, the cryptid Cupid submission form. Like send us shit. We need it. Yeah. We need it. We need it. Need it. Uh, we collectively can't write all of these. So like. No. Yeah. That's it's so much. It's so, so much. It's a lot. It's a lot to write a thing. Um so yeah, if you can find some or write some, we really appreciate. It. We'll shout you out. Big thanks, all the love, kisses, 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 kisses. Um, we have multiple tiers on Patreon, by the way. Like, too. say, say you love us, but you're like, gosh, I just can't. You know, I can't afford that. We we literally have one that's one dollar a month, and yeah. that's just a we you know just to show your love. Yeah. And we got it all the way up to what was it, fifty or one hundred? I can't remember. But anyway, you get an ass picture from one or all of us or two of us or whatever once yeah. a month. It's our ass picture club. Which one? <laughs> which which tier is that? That's the highest tier so far. Okay. So that's like I, I can't remember what I put it at. It was kind of a joke, but not really. I will absolutely send you I mean, pictures of my you, ass if, if you give me money. Yeah, I'm you pay it. I mean, I literally I do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would even participate if you jump to that tier like i'll just get some i think they're called it's a weird name but i think they're called dolphin shorts you know the shorts are real short and they kind of do like a v the scoop so a little bit of your booty hangs out a little ass cheek yeah i've never tried those on i like you know they're like you know the stuff from the 70s or whatever they have the white trim i don't know why i find that ungodly sexy and no i in like a like a loungy way but it's Mm. still like hmm Anyway, I'm not trying to hear my kinks out. I was going to say, all right. <laughs> all right. Hey. Uh, just my birthday's not coming devolving up. Devolving into you just. Christmas. You could get us Christmas gifts or Ooh. gay Christmas is around the corner. Halloween, baby. Yeah. Oh, is that um, gay Christmas? Is that what we're calling it now? I've heard I'm some people super say that. into that. I mean, I've heard, I didn't make it up, so I can't take credit, but I have heard it that way. I would also like to say, in addition to it being gay Christmas, can Elvira be the Santa Claus of gay Christmas for yes. Halloween? Yeah. I mean, yeah. very appropriate, especially since she came out. Much love to you, Cassandra mm-hmm. Peters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Watch Shadow Sweeties. Stay horny, babes. Mothman, good for sex! <laughs> <laughs>